Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Aaron McMahon. Michigan won its first Big Ten title in 17 years last season with Caden McNamara at quarterback. The Wolverines are preparing for their second straight Big Ten championship appearance, but McNamara no longer appears like he will be a part of their future, entering his name in the transfer portal this week. What does that mean for Michigan? We discuss on this episode of Wolverine Confidential. Aaron, good to be with you. You have two-man podcast today, but don't worry. We're um, kind of a special announcement here. We're going to come at you with a, a few podcasts this week. Obviously, uh, it's a busy time of year for, for Michigan's football program. Uh, the, the Hoops team has a big game tonight, um, so a lot going on. So we're going to try and record a, a few more podcasts this week. Um, so Andrew will definitely be back on. But you know what? There was some uh, some big news that happened on Monday. Um, and you know, we figure we should probably kind of break it down and discuss it a little bit. And that has to deal with, uh, Cade McNamara. Yeah. He, uh, Michigan's former starting quarterback entered his name into the, uh, transfer portal on Monday. I'm not, I guess a huge surprise. I think some folks saw this coming just given the fact that, you know, he had lost his job at the beginning of the year. He was injured. Um, he did have surgery earlier this month out in California that kind of sidelined him for the rest of the season. Um, and he's been removed from the team. So in terms of he's he's not been with the team for the last several weeks. So um, not a huge shocker here. Uh, that's kind of the nature of college football these days. Guys who either lose their job or just aren't getting the playing time they, th- they think they deserve. Right? Uh, moving on. Um, not a huge shock. Kate is a grad. He will be a graduate student, allowing him to uh, you know, play right away. He'd be able to play right away anyway because this is his first transfer. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's. It's weird because like any time a quarterback transfers, it's always a big deal, especially someone who started and, and everything else, because you lose this, you know, this reliable, you know, arm you had before. But nonetheless, I mean, it, it, it's a big deal. Uh, it, it because just because of Cade's quick emergence last year, uh, and so it, yeah, he's he won't be with the program next year. Uh, he'll be somewhere else. There's been a lot of speculation about where he may potentially go, including including some other Big Ten schools. Um, that obviously remains to be seen. The portal is set to open December 5th, which is next Tuesday, I believe my calendar is correct. That would open up him, him the, you know, give him the opportunity next Monday, excuse me, and open up the opportunity for him to, you know, go somewhere else and play. I'm sure he'd likely be a starter somewhere else. A lot of teams and programs will be clamoring to have him uh, just because of his experience. And, and look, he's a talented guy. I mean, he's, he put up a lot of yards, he did a lot of, did a lot of stuff. Um, but Michigan opted to go with, with J.J. McCarthy uh, this year. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into maybe some possible destinations in a bit, but 
I, I think we we all saw the writing on the wall when when JJ McCarthy was named the starter and then K got hurt. And I think when JJ said last week before the game against Ohio State that like, oh yeah, Kate's still kind of sharing his thoughts on the team and, and com- communicating the team from from California. And it's like, oh well, if he's in California, I mean that it, it doesn't seem like he's very involved with with the team too. I know he's injured and whatnot, but um, I mean. Well, Eric all had a season ending surgery this year too. And we saw him on the field at Ohio state, warming up with the team too, just uh, in street clothes. Um, so I, it, this is definitely not surprising at all, but um, given the fact what Kate was able to do in a Michigan uniform um, and, and kind of help transform in, in this, this program into a contender again, I mean, his, his numbers weren't great, but he, won a lot of games and and yeah it was helped deliver the the first big 10 championship for michigan since t- 2004 so what, what do you think his, his legacy will be with uh at michigan i think you kind of hit on transformative I, I think he helped bring and usher along you know this new wave of michigan players i mean they, they helped change the culture last year i mean remember he was you know he was basically a first year starter last year yes he had, he'd won the job late in 2020 but um, you know, it was his first real opportunity to kind of spread his wings and fly, and he, he took advantage of it. I mean, he became a leader early on. He wasn't voted captain yet. It, it almost seemed like it seemed like week after week he he spoke for the offense. Uh, he he was acting like a captain. They were winning games, and really, that's all that mattered. So um, he was very much a game manager with Jim Harbaugh, as we all saw. Um, he did have you're right. He didn't have spectacular, extraordinary numbers, but he did just enough. Uh, you know, to help this Michigan offense move the football and score ultimately. So I, I think he'll be looked at fondly. This isn't a situation where, you know, he he got beat for the job because Michigan wasn't playing well. He got beat for the job because there was just a better player in the room. Uh, so it, it's really an unfortunate, we've talked about this in the past, really unfortunate situation for him. You feel bad for him just because most schools aren't don't have the luxury of this situation. Most schools in a row with, with Cade McNamara again this year, but they had J.J. McCarthy, Jim Harbaugh on the staff felt like he added a different dimension. It was just a better player overall. And they went with him. And unfortunately, the quarterback position, there can only be one on the field with the ball at at, at a time. So, you know, Cade's kind of the unfortunate bystander here and, and just being in the wrong place, maybe at the wrong time. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, his legacy, I think Michigan, most Michigan fans will appreciate the job he did, the way he played, the way he carried himself. He was a very professional um, player, dealt with the media admirably. Um, you know, you wish him luck. I, I think there will be a place for him somewhere else. Um, he, he could be successful in the right system and the right offense, uh, just as we as we saw last year. Yeah, I mean, if you go back to that 2020 season, I mean, basically nothing went right for Michigan. Uh, disaster on, on, on both sides of the ball. Joe Milton uh, did not play well at quarterback. And really, Cade McNamara really provided a glimmer of hope from that season. If you go back to 2020, there, what else was were Michigan fans excited about heading into 2021? It's like, all right, well, know what? Cade showed some flashes. Maybe we have something here. And sure enough, he he won the job uh, heading into 2021 and uh, won quite a few games. So, um, yeah, not the most talented quarterback, but a, a good decision maker. And, and really, if you look at Cade's stats last year compared to JJ's this year, they're actually pretty similar. I mean, last season he threw for just over 2,500 yards, 15 touchdowns, and six interceptions. Uh, and I mean, he completed 60, 64% of his passes, which I think, let me see here, I think that's actually better than uh, uh, JJ McCarthy's 
com- completing 65 this year, so pretty similar. 2,200 yards, 17 touchdowns, and two interceptions. So they've really kind of – I mean, J.J. obviously has more uh, uh, ability with his legs and, and escaping the pocket and throwing on the run, but, I mean, their their underlying stats are, are pretty similar, at least passing the ball. So um, I, I, I what both worked in this offense because they're both – their I mean, Michigan's trying to run the ball. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, J.J. McCarthy still has a lot of uh, bright upside, but I do think K can be successful elsewhere, like you said. It's important to point out too when when K got here in twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, excuse me, there were three quarterbacks that had him in the depth chart. Essentially, you had Shea Patterson was here, uh, Joe Milton was on the team, and Dylan McCaffrey. Now, obviously, Shea was a starter, and he wasn't going to give that up. But you know, Cade withstood and outlasted uh, McCaffrey and Milton, two guys who I think some fans had um, high hopes for. McCaffrey was a higher rated recruit. Milton had a strong arm. I think some folks wondered how that would sync with Michigan's offense. Neither one won the job outright. Neither one did particularly well. Cade, in fact, came in and basically took at the end of 2020 and took the job from Joe Milton. So you got to give Cade credit. I mean, the perseverance and the and the 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 um, you know the patience he showed just to stay on on the team and earn his stripes, so to speak, I think is is admirable. Especially again in this day and age where quarterbacks. You know, if they don't play within the first couple of years, they tend to leave and, and go to greener pastures. K did stick; he stuck it out. Uh, he eventually won the job, showed that he was a better quarterback on the on the roster at the time, and and started twenty twenty one and was very successful. Led again, helped lead them to the Big Ten championship, uh, the playoff, and everything else. So I, I think again, he's going to be looked at as a game changer, a program changing quarterback. Um, again, it was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and. You know, JJ McCarthy with JJ McCarthy here on, on you know in the quarterback room, uh, you know he he just lost out you know in, in, a, in a close battle. I, I know it's still too early, and maybe we won't dive into specific schools. But what do you think the chances are he stays in the Big Ten? I mean, it's possible. I mean, he's shown that he can be and lead a Big Ten offense and play at the Big Ten level. Um, you know, I I, it, I don't think he's going to go to some explosive outfit that likes to throw the ball a ton and and likes to throw it down the field a lot just because. Now, that seemed to be a little bit of a limitation for him. That being said, I mean, there's certainly going to be a, role, a spot for him somewhere. I mean, you, you know, you obviously have to go down the line and need, you know, teams that need quarterbacks, but I could see him fitting in in like Illinois system. I can see him fitting in an Iowa system that you kind of likes to use the run game and the tight ends, everything else. Um, and then there's obviously across, you know, across the country. I, I don't know which programs will need quarterbacks, but I think I think he'll have his list of suitors. Um, he'll have an opportunity to go somewhere and play right away and start right away and be that guy. Um, it, for him, it's gonna be f- about finding the right spot. You know, the, the team that like, the offense that fits his bill. You know, fits where he fits most comfortable. Um, maybe put there, there are potentially some players he you know used to play with or knows very well. Um, but he'll, yeah, he'll have his, he'll be a coveted quarterback. He'll probably be one of the top in the portal at least initially. Um, but and that's naming that's the the beautiful thing about football, college football nowadays is if you're good enough and you have the film on tape and the stats are there, someone's going to watch you. And I think for K, there's going to be multiple suitors. He's going to have a lot of interest. Um, I'm really curious to see where he goes. And if he does stay in the Big Ten, it, it, it's always fun because you know we saw that happen happen a couple of years ago with Brandon Peters transferring Illinois. You know, potentially Michigan gets to go up against him and see what he's made of. Um, and in case of Brandon, I think a, a change of scenery helped him. Um, he changed offenses. He was in a different system. He was playing in the Big Ten West, where the competition wasn't as great. And he had he had a good couple of years. He had some good great moments. Um, you know, he didn't really have that at Michigan, but he was able to find that elsewhere. And I think Cade, you know, 
you know, he's, he's graduating or he did, he did graduate in the spring. He's, he has his degree. Um, now's an opportunity to kind of go, you know, one, one last hurrah and find a place where he can, he can play a lot and, and, you know, especially play well. Yeah. If you, if you see some, if you watch some of the offenses in the big 10 this year and, and some of the quarterback play, I mean, you're damn well sure. Like, Hey, you know what? Kate McNamara probably was way better than this guy that started however many games for so-and-so big 10 team this year. There wasn't a lot of explosive offenses, not a lot of dynamic quarterbacks. And yeah, I mean, Kate might not be dynamic, but he, I'm sure, I'm sure Iowa would have rather had him than maybe Spencer Petrus or, or, or whoever their, their other guy was it Padilla or whatnot this year. Uh, and I'm sure some other teams too. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it is a depth hit for, for Michigan moving forward. And, um, I guess, yeah. What, what, what do you think the depth chart is now heading into next year? That's a good question. Uh, you know, you, cause JJ will be back next year. So he will be, you know, a presumed starter. So I mean, there's, you know, there's no injury or any, any, you know, extractular thing going on there. Um, you know, I, I think they anticipate Davis Warren coming back. Alan Bowman, I think has another, Alan Bowman. Yeah, he has another year left. He does. I, I, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I could see him sticking it out another year. I could see him transferring somewhere else and maybe potentially play. Um, I, I don't know. And then obviously you got, you got the freshman, you know, Alex Orgy and, uh, I'm blanking on the other one. Uh, Jaden Denigal. Jaden Denigal. That's it. Yes. Yeah, those two guys are obviously going to, Michigan's probably going to want to lean on a little bit more. Um, you've seen a little bit with Orgy earlier in the year. Um, so I, I don't think it's a major hit. I mean, depth wise, Michigan, I think they think they're fine right now. Um, JJ McCarthy, but they're, I mean, they're going to roll the ball out with JJ McCarthy last next year. There's no question about it. Um, it's just a matter of who, who fills the backup role. Um, so it doesn't really change much. You know, if, if Kate had decided to stick around for another year, um, he would have certainly been the backup and, and, and a very capable one and, and, and you know, a, a above average one. Um, but, you know, that was the decision he made. And, and that that's, again, that's nature of college football these days. And I can't say I blame him. I mean, if I was in this spot, you lose your starting job, you realize you think you can add value somewhere else and play well and put up some numbers and, you know, potentially pursue a professional career beyond college, uh, I would go somewhere else too. I mean, that, that's, I, I don't fault him. I don't think the Michigan coaching staff faults him. Um, and I think if you ask Jim Harbaugh, you know, he, he hopefully wish him best wishes, uh, wish him, you know, best, w- yeah, best wishes and, and hope that he succeeds wherever, wherever he ends up. And remember, yeah, Michigan doesn't really have a, a quarterback commit this cycle too. That'll be coming in next year, at least not at this point. I know uh, they're going to give Ronnie Bell's brother, Kendrick Bell, uh, a shot to play quarterback at Michigan, but most likely he's probably going to move to uh, either wide out or cornerback or something like that. He's more, considered more of an athlete than uh, than a quarterback. Um, I guess you never know. But, yeah, I mean, obviously Michigan missed on Dante Moore. They're one big fish in that quarterback uh, in the 2023 class at the quarterback position. So, um, yeah, Jaden um, – Jordan Davis is is still their the number one target in the 2024 class. It looks like Michigan's doing pretty well um, with him and, and and could maybe land a commitment from him um, pretty soon. But he wouldn't he wouldn't get here until the following season anyway. So um, yeah, I, I I think there's I mean Davis Warren has just shown some potential here this year and, and in the spring game, but he's still pretty unproven. Alan Bowman, I mean, I, I know when I talked to him before the season, he he said he was going to get his uh, master's degree this season and then have, still have a year of eligibility left. Maybe he decides to to go somewhere else where he can play for his final year and see if he can maybe carve out a pro career. We'll see. But um, And, yeah, we you just don't really know with, with Jaden Denigal and Alex Orgy at this point, still two young guys that haven't played much this season. So, 
um, yeah, it's it's a lot of unknowns now with with Cade gone, but again, you you can't blame the guy at all for wanting to play, especially um, how how many uh, conference championship quarterbacks end up being a backup the next season. Probably not many. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, it will be fascinating to see where he goes. Um, but yeah, Michigan's got a. Uh, Got to kind of move, turn, turn the page here and move on because their season's still alive and they got uh, Purdue on Saturday in the Big Ten Championship. So we'll have uh, plenty of more ahead of that game and, and detailing that game. And yeah, probably talking playoff a little bit too some, at some point this week because Michigan's looking good um, regardless of what happens in that, in that Big Ten Championship. So thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon.